This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Wednesday, April 28, 2021. I'm Mark Belanger. April 28th is the World Day for Safety and Health at Work. It's a day unions use to consider their health and safety plans, lobby for worker-oriented legislation, and publicize their concerns. To help unions with their work, the International Labor Organization has produced a report outlining what unions can do to address issues such as the problems caused by the pandemic. The ILO is the UN agency specialized on matters of work in the world. Manal Atzi, a senior specialist on occupational safety and health at the ILO, describes the recently released report. The COVID-19 crisis has had profound impacts on the world of work, with many implications for occupational safety and health. Not only have workers faced the threat of acquiring the virus at work, but also the measures and policies put into place to curb the spread of the virus have resulted in other risks to health and to safety. This year's World Day for Safety and Health at Work theme and report aim to highlight the lessons that have been learned in managing the pandemic. We emphasize the importance of integrating occupational safety and health into the overall crisis response and encouraging stakeholders to invest in strengthening national occupational safety and health system. The campaign draws from ILO Convention 187, which describes the elements of a national occupational safety and health system. The report groups these elements into thematic areas, covering the need to have a national occupational safety and health policy and regulatory framework, OSH institutional frameworks, occupational health services, information, advisory and training services, data collection and research on occupational safety and health, and the need to strengthen OSH management systems at the enterprise level. Each chapter of the report dives into specific examples from countries and constituents examining areas for action and lessons learned during this pandemic. Of course, numerous people face the risk of acquiring the virus at work, particularly healthcare workers and many others. Some workplaces have witnessed outbreaks, especially where work is done in close contact between people. The measures put into place to mitigate the spread of the virus, such as lockdown measures, increased use of protective equipment and changing work arrangements have also resulted in new occupational safety and health risks affecting our physical and our mental and psychosocial well-being. The widespread reliance on teleworking has resulted in many potential risks to our safety and to our health. These include ergonomic and psychosocial risks. Workers are faced with multiple demands from work, from home, often affecting their work-life balance and their ability to disconnect from work. There has been an extensive collaboration we've seen between governments, employer and worker organizations to produce teleworking guidelines, virtual ergonomic checks and self-risk assessments. These provide guidance on how to set up a healthy workstation at your home. This guidance could also include, for example, referrals to local support services in case of mental health concerns or in case of episodes of domestic violence. 
The report highlights the importance of communication between our managers and workers during remote work to keep workers engaged and to help them set boundaries between their work life and their home life. During the pandemic, many workers faced violence and harassment while they were trying to perform their work. Measures have been put into place around the world, including punitive policies, targeted trainings and other actions. For example, securing transportation for workers at risk. You can find more information about the ILO's report on health and safety at ILO.org. And that's it. International labor news you can use. I'm Mark Boulanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.